Hey, 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 hey. Back to with another episode of No Thanks with your cool gal pals, Vic and uh, Lindsay. <laughs> what was that? What was that? That's my nervous laughter for this whole episode. <laughs> Cute. I'm just going to put that little audio clip. I want you to make it into like a, like a three second little clip and I'll put it on all of my dating apps. Oh. Mm. I put it on Spotify, make it your anthem on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Jingle bells. You can just go straight into Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. I almost said Saturday Night Live, but that was not. Stop. Stop it. Okay, it's fine. Welcome back to No Thanks, everybody. Hope you guys have been. This uh, is a Jeff Goldblum podcast. Is it? Yeah. Hey, guys, welcome back to Not Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Jeff. <gasps> no. No, we love Too many him. bad Jeffs in the world. Uh, I was going to say Jeff Bridges. That's not correct. Anyways, welcome. What's, let's, okay. let's think of bad Jeffs here for one second. Jeffrey. I don't know a lot of Jeffs. I think I, I almost made that said up. Turnblad. <laughs> the other Turnblad in Hairspray that we mm-hmm. didn't get to see. I almost said Jeffrey Star, but then I remember his name is Patrick. Jeffrey Star is a bad Jeff. Who's Jeffree Star? Because I was thinking like Spongebob's friend. Jeffree Star is like the racist Mua. Makeup artist? Yeah. His name is not Jeffree Star. Yeah. No, his literally, name is not Jeffree. St- yes, it is. Google it. <laughs> it's, it's Google it right now. J-E-F-F-R-E-E. Star. Type in Jeffree Star racist. Oh, his name is Jeffrey. I think I've said Jeffrey. Like, I know who he is, too. But I've said Jeffrey too many times already that I forgot that it was a name. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, that's not his name. I'm like, Joffrey? Joffrey Star. <gasps> oh, that would be top-notch bad person right there. You know, it's top-notch bad people. Us, for not introducing our topic of the week. Mother's Day, Father's Day. We are a whole month late for Mother's Day, but, like, Father's Day's here. So, like, whoopty fucking do da day. Yeah, we kind of did it. We half did it. Did we? Because we just really wanted to... Don't talk about Darth Vader again. I was going to say, we just really wanted to do Star Wars last month, and we just did not have the time to do Mother's Day, so we're just going to blend them in in together. Yes, and I think that, like, both of us, like, I already bring out my mom enough in this podcast. Yeah. Not enough. She deserves to be brought up every single episode. And, like, y'all learned a few episodes ago that, like, my dad passed away a couple years ago, Uh, so I don't talk about him all that often because it just makes me sad. Yeah. So... Here we are. And Lindsay doesn't really talk about her parents. So, like, blend them together because we don't have a lot to say. I I have some stories. I have some thoughts on just, like, mm-hmm. the holidays in general. No, but I mean, like, as, like, a total of two full episodes, I don't think we could have oh, 80 minutes. Oh, con- you're completely correct. Like, I could have one whole, maybe three whole episodes on just my mom because she is hilarious. But doesn't mean we're going to do it. Anyways. That is ridiculous. Welcome back to this episode of uh, Mother's Day, Father's Day. It's going to be a bumpy ride, but like, hang on tight, kids, because we're, we're going to go for a Zoom. For a Zoom, Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Okay. Um, what is your favorite Nicole story? From Mother's Day or just in general? Well, it doesn't have to be like about Mother's Day, but what's your favorite mom story? My favorite one scene. I'm in like a chemistry exam with a very strict teacher. Like... He didn't like cell phones out. You lost points. You'd get your cell phone literally taken away, sometimes sent to the office. Like, he was strict as heck. So we're at an exam, and I put it in my backpack, and it was on the floor. And it starts going off. He kind of looks at me, but I'm a good student, so I'm like, it's fine. So then I, like, you know, keep writing my test. It starts ringing again. He's like, comes over, you know, doesn't really say anything. Rings a third time. He's like, do you need to get that? I'm like, 
honestly, I don't know who'd be calling me this many times unless it was like an emergency. So maybe. So I look and he's like, well, who is it? And I'm like, it's my mom. And I like showed him. He's like, okay, okay, go, go, go. And I was like, thank you. So I like go to the hall. My mom is literally in hysterics on the phone. And I was like, what is wrong? She's like, I don't know what's going on, but I think someone hacked my cell phone and I think I have a virus. And I was like, okay, calm down. Why do you, like, is something popping up? Is there, like, a weird porn site? Like, is there, like, some, like, hey, strippers near you? And, like, you know, and she's like, no, but, you know, there's a new button on my phone. So this is my mom's first time ever getting an iPhone. And she, you know, I, I, you know, just got her an iTunes account. And we had signed her up that morning or, like, the morning before or something. And I showed her how to download apps Mm -hmm. so she's freaking out and i go mom what is what does the button say and it was something like google maps or something like that and i go did you download an app i don't know i don't know what what does that mean she literally downloaded a completely legal app called me three times in the middle of an exam Mm -hmm. just to tell me she had a virus on her fucking phone nicole (laughs) i bless her little heart This is also the same person who enjoys to go to the Walmart. We have like three Walmarts in our city and she enjoys to go to the one that's almost an hour away because it's different. Same with the dollar store, which we have about 20 of those in our city, but she drives an hour because they have more options. Do they? Do they? Mom, do they have more options at the dollar store an hour away? We just really like the Dollar Tree (laughs) that's up island. We need to drive up there for an hour. They have better fake flowers. <laughs> I love her so much. She's so stupid. She, she's very sweet, but sometimes... She has her moments. <laughs> she, uh... My favorite time I ever saw Nicole was in Pride last year, and she was wearing, like, a headband <laughs> with, like, unicorns on it. No, sunglasses. Had, oh, sunglasses, with, sorry. Like, little spring Oh, unic- no, her headband had flamingos. Yeah. No, her sunglasses had flamingos. Oh. Her headbands, I think, you're right, had unicorns or something. Yeah, and she was in beads. She was she had flags. And my oh, stepdad's man. in, like, a Cabela shirt with some cut-off shorts. God, it was Thanks. such a scene. We support our gay daughter. We love her. I Yeah, it was incredible. I was like, thank you, Nicole. My mom would never do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's a pretty cool mom. Um, we weren't really close. A lot of my... Well, we were... She's going to listen to this and go, Victoria, fuck you. And I'm like, okay. Oh. <laughs> like, we were... How do I explain this? We were really close, but, like, I took her for granted a lot because she worked, like, three jobs when I was a kid, and I didn't really understand why she didn't want to hang out with me and why I was always with my grandma. So my grandma's kind of, like, more, like, my role model as a kid, I guess. As I grew up, I realized, oh, like, she actually worked her ass off just so we could have a stable life, Mm -hmm. which I really appreciate. So we weren't, we were close when I was a kid, but, like, also pretty distant and then obviously when I went through my like rebellious teenage years I was kind of a dick because a I was gay and I was too afraid of coming out Mm -hmm. and like I don't know like that's after my dad passed like we've become like super not inseparable but like we are very close like if she ever not if but like when she does pass like I will not be okay which is fair because it's like that's your mom but like Yeah, because yeah, I remember even going over to your house when we were in high school. You used to be like, Mom! <laughs> you know, as teens do. And then, yeah, once your dad passed, you're like, Hello, my booby. Hi, Mom. I you're love not, you. You're I literally... love you more. Like, that's how, they, that's how you guys talk. Yeah, like, I'll send my mom and I'm like, Hi, homo. And Lindsay's like, did you just send that to your mom? I'm like, yeah. Or she'll you be like, Hi, honey. I'm on the toilet. LOL. Drippy poopy. <gasps> and I'm like, thank you, Mom. <laughs> 
<laughs> or you send texts to your mom that just say, Mom, are you gay? <laughs> I'm like, please stop. Just like, LOL, Victoria, maybe. You're too much. Yeah. God. Yeah, that's my favorite mom story. I think my favorite your mom story. <laughs> I have my like, favorite mom story. Lindsay's mom is like, I love her, but she's like super anal she, in the sense of like when she's like she cleans for a living. Yeah. And so she's like super particular, obviously, about like how clean things have to be. And like Lindsay's like that as well, not to <laughs> that extent, but she, you know, picks up some of her mom's traits that way. Yeah. So anyways, we were at her house and oh, no. Her, Lindsay's brother's like, oh, I'm having some friends over and, you know, they're from oh, like, yeah. Hawaii or something. <laughs> they were from Hawaii, yeah. And her mom's like, I need to make a fucking luau. Oh, my God. Like, yep. we got to scrub the floors. I got to bleach the guy. Oh, my. And I'm like, are you? I'm like, my friends are lucky if I fucking vacuum before they come over. She made barbecued, like, pineapple rings. And, like, like, this, glazed like pineapple. I'm not, when I say, like, it was a luau, I'm surprised she didn't get a fucking pig to roast. Yeah, basically. That was a great dinner. Though. It was a great dinner, but, like... <laughs> I think she even had like weird like Hawaiian music. She's like, hey, do you feel at home? And like, I mean, like, yeah, it was like she's weird. Ridiculous. My mom is the most ridiculous. Yeah, she could even person. be like, hey, Vic's coming. Like, Lindsay would be like, Vic's coming over for dinner. I haven't even mopped yet. And I'm like, son, uh, can you just. Yeah. And she's like, I need to get a steak for her and I need to. We do have good dinners at my house. I also though. like. <laughs> my mom's also like very bad at spending money oh god so she'll like be like yeah i bought this dress it was super on sale so i had to get it you know it was like originally 600 but i only bought it for three and i'm like when i yep. think sale i think winners and when i think winners i think 40 dollars like when someone says sale and then the word's 300 dollars after i want to vomit yeah or like they go yeah the bay and i'm like that's not sale yeah that's not a sale like she's... maybe good material yes but it's just she's the worst person with money and it's pretty it. i don't There's know how else to it still afloat that's just how she be my favorite mom story i wasn't here when this happened but i heard it secondhand and i think about it probably once a week mm -hmm. so my mom's kind of from the interior of british columbia in this super tiny town and it was my grandparents 40th anniversary 50th 60th i don't know and they had a party at the legion the local legion are you kidding me yeah they were Legion members. It's fine. And my mom had to, like, set up everything as she does. And she was going to make a speech. And someone in the kitchen of the Legion uh, decided to bring out the tequila. Wrong. Bad idea. Yeah. And so my mom then was like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling good now that I have this tequila in my tummy, as one does. Your mom's a lightweight. Your mom can have, yeah. like, one shot. And she's like, I rolled down the road all the way home. Basically. And so when she went around setting everything up, mm -hmm. she was like, hey, do you guys want a shot of tequila? And they were like, yeah, that'll be great. Get me in the mood. So then my mom always took a shot with them. <laughs> so that racked up to about eight to ten. <gasps> To the point where my mom was incoherent and she apparently started slapping people. Across the face? Across the face. Like, they would be talking with her, and then my mom would be like, ha, 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 slap. And they'd be like, what the fuck was that for? So then I think one of my uncles, like, literally slapped her back, being like, what the fuck? What'd you do that for? And she's like, ha, ha. And then my stepdad had to drive her home, and she had to lean out an open door and puke on the side of the road. And then my stepdad did put her in the shower and put cold water over her. Aww. And she was dying and i just fucking wish i was there for that that would have been 
the best. Oh, man. Would it have been the best? I would love to see my mother slap someone. Oh, that's true. I thought you meant for the puking. I'm like, oh, not for the puking. You're like, I could do without. Not for the hangover, but the slapping. Yeah, every time my mom even gets a little bit of alcohol, now everyone in my family is like, please don't slap me. The best alcohol story my mom has is that she came home from a work party once obliterated. And the first thing she says when she comes in the door is, and my mom doesn't drink. Like, I think I was going to say, I don't think I've seen her drink. Ever. ever, Like, not even, like, a cider. Like, she doesn't drink. Like, she drinks her, like, Diet Pepsi and that's it. Yeah, basically. Iced tea. Exactly. (laughs) And so she, like, comes home from a staff party, like, obliterated. And I was like, oh. I was, like, in grade, like, eight. But I was, like, freaking out because I was, like, it was the first time she'd ever really gone out and she was out till, like, midnight. I'm, like, is she dead? Oh, no, my no. God. And, like, obviously I was just, like, this emotional wreck because what else is new? And um, she gets home and the first thing she just goes, I danced on the table at the staff party. My mom works for, like, this big corporation. So there's probably, like, a few hundred people there. And oh, she no, literally Nicole. danced on a table. And she's, like, and my best friend mooned the boss. And I was, like, oh. Oh, no. My God. This is why staff parties are a mistake. <laughs> Yes. You see too much. That could be a whole episode. Oh, shit. Oh, it could be. One of my least favorite times in my life was when I was an angsty teen and my mom was a menopausal older woman. Mm. And the two of us combined... Was bad. Was very, very, very bad. She once asked me, hey, do you want to go to the movies? It's cheap night. And all I said was, oh, no, thank you. I'm just... I have homework to do. And then I went in my room and then I literally heard her crying in the kitchen because I said no thank you to go to the movies. Another time, kind of on the same subject, I made popcorn because I was watching a movie in my room (laughs) and then she came in and was like, hey, can I have half of that? And I was like, "Mm, well, I do like to eat a full bag of popcorn. So like, no, there's another one in the cupboard that you can have one. And she said, and I quote, I'm ashamed to have raised you and then slammed my door. <laughs> You're like, why are you being so Yeah, I was dramatic. like, what is wrong with you? Like, Aww. okay, I probably could have shared. Well done. Like, I was 16, but I do always eat a full bag of popcorn. You do? I like, do. Lindsay is the munch queen. I'll be like, hey, should I make a bag of popcorn? She's like, yes, please. And then I make a bag. And as I'm, like, getting us a drink or something, I come back. She's like, do you want to make a second one? I finished this one. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I Great. same with bags of chips. I will just devour it. But, yeah, like, I wasn't pregnant and a teenager. I didn't do drugs. I didn't drink all that much. But she was ashamed to have raised me because I didn't share the popcorn with her. God damn it, Lindsay. I know. I'm just the worst. Yeah, and then, like, it was only, like, a few years ago, she, like, finally went into, like, a women's doctor being like, hi, what's wrong with me? And they were like, um, you have zero estrogen in your body. And my mom was like, oh. (laughs) And now she's good. But, like, man, God, the two of us together was, it was a time. Yeah. And my brother was all, like, angsty as well. So our household was just hell. (laughs) One last thing just for moms. One of my favorite quotes from my mother she was uh, trying to bake a cake or something. She was icing cupcakes or something like that, baking. And she went, it's just not easy when it's hard. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. It's just, Tell me more. There it it's, is, folks. It's just, not listen. easy. If you're going to learn anything from this podcast, take my mother's advice and just know that it's not easy if it's hard. I know. Beautiful. If you want to get that tattooed, just give me credit. Just put TM at the end of it. Please give us sixty dollars. Yeah, you can PayPal per me. word. I just about died when she said that, and she was like, "That was a joke." And I'm like, "No, it was not. You said that seriously, and you tried to play it off as a joke because I made fun of you." 
Uh, she's a good mom she puts up with my shit you're not wrong she puts up with a lot of shit she puts up yeah i don't think i have any favorite quotes that my mom has said like i'm sure she said a lot which she has and i think that's why i don't remember it because like your mom's not really quotable like she says things and you're kind of like did you just say that but it's like my mom says it and you're like there's victoria yeah it's the older version yeah literally nick and vic yeah and that being said and I mean, I'll probably say this throughout like our Father's Day blip it in this too. Things to do for your mothers. I'm sorry if any of you guys have had like mothers that you're not close with or moms that you don't talk to and don't really have like a mother figure in your life. Because I know some people don't. Um, or if your mom passed away or if you have exactly. like, an abusive, unhealthy relationship Any with your kind mother, of anything. negative impact with mother stuff, I'm really sorry. But for anyone who is just a dickhead to their mom, who just like roasts their mom, even if their mom's like they know that their mom is a good mom, please stop. Please stop. Love your mom. Appreciate her. Care about her. Remind her that you love her because they're not going to be here forever. I mean, like, none of us are. But just, like, value her while you have her because, yeah, like I said, a lot of people don't have moms. And they don't have, like, people to look up to in that sense. And, and while they're still here and whatever, learn some history from them. Mm-hmm. Learn what your grandma was like. Learn what her childhood was like and what her teens and 20s were like before mm-hmm. you came around. Like, learn some history, some family, you know, stories before they pass on and then you can pass it on to your kids if mm-hmm. you're planning on having them. Just get some, like... Yeah, some history, some stories from them because Mm -hmm. once they're gone, then... Then they're gone. You can't do anything about it. It's gone with them, yeah. Do that. Moving on to the Father's Day. Yeah, sorry. I'll I'll take the reins on this one if you would like. I mean, like, my dad was probably the funniest person I know. That is true. I'll be, like, a little sad for a hot second here. So my dad and I weren't really close when I was a kid because my mom and my dad got divorced when I was, like, two years old. And he lived in a different city than me and my mom. So I only really saw him twice a year-ish. And he was kind of hard on me when I was a kid because I was overweight and he wasn't he was a very like health nerd but we got really close as I was growing up and I kind of took that for granted which I really regret but we got like I became kind of more an adult than a teenager obviously when I was like 17 18 and the last few years that I got to spend with him were really kind of great and yeah I don't know like I think back and I really cherish it he passed away about two and a bit years ago um super suddenly he had like a heart uh like a heart thing happened and I got told like very suddenly I didn't actually get to say goodbye to him Sorry to be, like, super amp-sanding about this, but, like, it it happens. you got to be honest about it. And this is, like, a part of my life, and you guys are now also part of, like, our lives. You guys know everything. So, yeah, yeah, he was a really cool guy, though. He was really funny, kind of just, like, a walking Homer Simpson. Like, he brought me and my siblings up on watching The Simpsons. Yes. My first song I ever learned was American Pie by Don McLean. Like, before I knew Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, so, like, a 30-second song or a seven-minute song. Yeah. Um, I knew the seven-minute song because... That's the one he taught me. Yeah. I don't know. I knew it before I was like four. He brought me up on Monty Python movies. So I got in trouble a lot in elementary school, which was fun. <laughs> um, yeah, he was just like a really cool guy and like a really great dad. And I feel so stupid and guilty for taking that so for granted. But this podcast or this episode, sorry, is not supposed to be super sad. But like I said, people who can relate to like the not having a mom or an abusive family or anything like that. Like I can relate to not having a dad anymore. I have a great stepdad. I could, I guess, talk about Rob. You could talk about Rob. My stepdad is also very awesome. Um, He's (laughs) He's also ridiculous. Yes. (laughs) Him and my mom have, like, little dates in the bathroom. Sometimes I hear them having Candy Crush dates. Oh, Jesus. Like, one will be, like, on the bathroom ledge. TMI? I don't know. Who cares? You guys are... (laughs) Hi, Mom. Hi, Rob. (laughs) 
Um, like one will be on the toilet, others on like, and then they're probably not doing anything. Like, no, they're know. just candy crushing they're away. Just, yeah, exactly. God, a little domain. Yeah, I don't really have any like funny stories. I can't really think of any because I'm just getting emotional. Um, one of my favorite things that my dad did was when your dad did pass away and you came over for dinner at my dad's house like a little obviously not right after that Mm -hmm. but like you know a good maybe six months afterwards and our dads were almost the same age i think they're maybe what five years apart so when you told my dad yeah you know, my dad had heart problems and he was only 60, what, six, my dad? 65? 65, yeah. yeah. And my dad was like, oh my God, because he was catching up on that and he was just so distraught that, you know, it was close to him, but then also you're the same age as me and like whatever. And he just felt so bad for you that he basically adopted you. Yeah. Any event he's like oh is Vic coming hey Lindsay do you want to come for dinner also is Vic coming (laughs) and I just love that he just I don't know and I guess my step family too just kind of like adopted you of like oh Vic's gonna be there okay yeah of course like it's almost like a question is am I going rather than like a oh can she come (laughs) yeah exactly and I just I I loved that little interaction so much yeah your dad's a cool dad he's pretty he's pretty good um I did like roast him that one time when I said that he wouldn't take that coupon that one time but he is also that's just a a generational he's he's a very frugal man (laughs) you're not wrong but he's 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 a a special boy when I (laughs) one time on Canada Day July 1st. And I was with one of my friends and the guy I was dating at the time, the devil. Oh, I was like, I brought up in our prom episode, the devil. And I was very distressed because my dad was like, hey, you're also downtown. Hey, let's meet up. And I was like, oh, my God, my dad's never met the devil before. I'm very stressed out because I was like 16. And at the same time, the devil went to like a market kind of thing. And he bought like all these like threaded like bracelets like, what am I trying to say? Like, braided Why? bracelets? I don't know, because he thought he looked cool and he wanted to be a fucking hippie. So he bought, like, four of them. Just because he was like, oh, look at all the different colors. And he bought, like, four of them. And so we all meet up. And the devil was like, yeah, we went to this little market thing and I got a few bracelets. And he showed his arm to my dad. And my dad went, a few. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And at the time, I was like, Dad, don't be mean. But then looking mean. back, I'm like, yeah, fucking roast him. Rip him to shreds, dad. But yeah, he just like looked down and just <laughs> laughed a at few. him. Yeah, he literally laughed in his face. It was incredible looking back. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite stories about my father. I'm so ready. <sighs> I mean, I have many. Uh, oh, God, I have so many good stories about my dad. Ah, oh. You cannot have this long of an episode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. One of my favorite things was mm-hmm. my dad. He was actually born in budapest hungary so he is actually hungarian but he moved over here when he was about three years old because of the hungarian revolution because there's war going on i don't know that's why he came over here yep side note my grandfather actually had burns all down his right shoulder because he was trying to throw a molotov (gasps) cocktail at a russian tank and he accidentally burned himself like caught himself on fire and burnt his shoulder so apparently he had like scars all over his right shoulder and he was really he was really embarrassed about it apparently and i was like are you shitting me that's the coolest thing i've ever heard 
Like you were trying to throw a Molotov cocktail at a Russian tank. Holy fuck. Yeah. Wish, Anyways. You probably wish you knew that in like kindergarten when you could be like, what's the coolest thing about your family? You're like, yeah. I'm my like, grandpa. I like, I wish I knew that when he was still alive. I would have been like, dude, tell me everything. Yeah. Oh, that would Like we said shit. earlier, gotta make sure you know about your family history. Yeah. I was gonna say my dad like did that with my grandpa. Like mm-hmm. he, it took, my dad was saying that it took him years to get, you know, most of his stories out of him before he passed away. Like, my dad always tried to, like, try and get more info out of him and been like, what was, you know, Hungarian life like? And he was just really closed off. And I guess it was obviously, like, a hurtful memory, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, apparently my dad was like, it took years to get all these stories out of him and figure out why he had all these scars on his shoulder. Oh, God. Oh, she found out, though. That's cool. I know. I was, I was like, Dad, are you kidding me? That's the coolest shit I've ever heard. So... My dad was born in Hungary, moved over here, and he did live in Vancouver for most of his life. So Mm -hmm. he grew up mild temperatures, rain, you know, like not really below zero, Mm -hmm. you know, West Coast living. And my dad is a forester, so he works, you know, in the forest measuring trees and helicopters, whatever. And when he was a student and needed to get the experience, he could only find work in Edmonton, Alberta. (gasps) Shout out to Lady Shit with Lily and Britt. They live there. They're not going to like this part at all. Um, So my dad didn't own snow boots. He didn't own a winter jacket because he lived on the West Coast. (laughs) And he had to move to Edmonton to get a job. And apparently he stepped out of the airport and went, oh, my God, no, because it was negative 40. And And he he literally like paralyzed him how cold it was. And he went back into the airport and tried searching for flights back to Vancouver. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, no, no, like you have to, please, you'll get used to it. And he was like, no, I don't want to get used to it. Yeah. Like I hate this. Absolutely not. And um, and I guess the person that, you know, kind of took him there was like, no, we just need to take you shopping. We'll just get you some you know, a winter jacket and some boots, like it'll be fine. And my dad had to live there for, I think, two years. And apparently he said that he got the Vancouver Sun, like the Vancouver newspaper, mailed to him so that he could look for job listings in Vancouver. (laughs) So he got it mailed to him every week so he could try and find a new job. And he actually found his first wife in Edmonton. And so then finally he found a job in Vancouver, you know, two years later. And he's like, all right, let's go. And apparently his wife was like, no, I like it here in Edmonton. And he was like, bye. I literally divorced her and moved back to Vancouver. Because <laughs> he couldn't, he could not deal with Edmonton any longer. He's like, Frank. I, like, he basically thinks that's like the devil's asshole. But I mean, honestly, like, mood. Once yeah, you like live, if I... Once you live in West Coast weather, you can't just go to like continental like minus 40 in the winter and like oh my god yeah that's my favorite dad story that he literally divorced his wife because he didn't want to live there anymore and she did (laughs) (laughs) fucking savage um I changed my mind. This is going back, like, I'm so sorry. Back to, like, my mom's story. I do have a better mom's story really quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's about marriage. So I was, like, rummaging through some old stuff, like, eight years ago. And I come across this photo album, and it's kind of, like, lacy and nice, and it had, like, rings on it. And I was like, oh, my mom and dad's wedding picture is cute. And I open it, and it's my mom and some guy. And I was like... Yeah, so I was like, 
what is this? So I show her. She's like, that's my first husband, Dave. I'm like, you're married? Yeah, I know. I've never heard of Dave before. <laughs> Next time I go they to They were married house. for like three years, like longer than my mom and my dad were because yeah. he didn't want kids. But now he's got like six kids apparently. Oh, wow. But I was not even eight years. It was probably like five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, I found this photo album. She's like, yeah, it's my first husband. I'm like, you've what literally never fuck? told me about him. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, uh, literally, who the fuck is Dave? Yeah, like that's big bearded man. I'm like, that could have been your dad. Could have, but I wouldn't be me. That's true. I'd be named some weird name. I'd probably be a boy, and I'd be named Nicholas because my mom was really clever going with Nick and Nick. Sorry about that, though. I just oh thought I'd no, tell you guys. that's redonk. Isn't that weird when you like find out that your parents had like spouses before you? Yeah, or before like your other parent? You're like, yeah. oh, weird. Oh. oh, I mean, like I have. I have two half siblings and then my one of my half siblings like half brother but I just say he's a half sibling because my dad basically like raised him as his own yeah so I have two brothers and a sister and they're all from different wives so I mean it wasn't a shocker to me and my dad's like I've been married before I've been with other woman and I'm like yeah and I'm you're sure like, I uh-huh. probably have other siblings out there we just don't haven't found them yet <laughs> Jesus but anyway go on with what you were saying um boy so rudely interrupted oh no that's fine do I have time for one last dad story? I'll try and make it as quick as possible. Yeah. Because it is ridiculous. So Is this the mountain one? Oh, no. I have so many good dad stories. Okay, can I make them really, really quick? Mm-hmm. Both of them are about forestry because that's all my dad does. So he went all around BC. You know, he would volunteer and do firefighting, like forest fires. And yeah, he's been to like every small town in BC, basically. And one time... He went to kind of like a ranger outpost kind of thing. And he was just there working, I guess. And his boss left for the day. And all of a sudden the school bus shows up and all these big, burly, scary looking, just dirty, like your dad. stop, <laughs> dirty, <laughs> tired, sweaty men Ooh, get off this bus, like 40 of them. And apparently they came from fighting forest fires. They'd been doing it all day, and apparently they were from the local prison. And they were getting paid to, you know, volunteer and fight these fires. Mm -hmm. And so my dad's at this ranger outpost alone, and (laughs) they all come into the building where my dad is. Mm -hmm. And they're like, so where is our paychecks? And my dad's like, uh, like, I'm just on lookout here. I don't know anything about your paychecks. No one else is here. And they're getting like in his face. And they're like scary prisoners that had just been fighting fires for like 12 hours, you know? And my dad's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I have nothing to do with this. This is my boss and he's not here. And they're getting so pissed off. Like, they probably haven't eaten. Again, they've been fighting fires. <laughs> and so my dad was like, listen, can I get you guys a cup of coffee? And they were like, Hmm. Okay. So they went to like the mess hall and my dad made like pots upon pots upon pots of coffee until these prisoners were finally like calmed down and they're finally relaxing and having a cup of coffee after a long fucking day. And so then my dad like frantically calls his boss being like, there's 40 prisoners here and they want money and I don't have any of it. Like none of the checks are signed. Like I can't do anything. Giving them coffee. Yeah. And so apparently the boss comes back and I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like insulted the prisoners and was like, yeah, well, look at all these uglies. I guess we got to pay them. Ha <laughs> ha. And then they, like, turned on the boss and was like, what? And my dad was like, I just got them friendly. Like, I just 
just got them to calm down and you come in here this and little, insult 40 prisoners. And your dad's like pretty tiny. Like he's like, my dad small, is a small little built man. And he's like, got like the cutest little baby face too. <laughs> he does. Yeah. So anyways, my dad's moral of that story is if a customer's ever mean to you, offer them some coffee or some tea or a drink or something. That'll calm them down. Oh God. And then the second one really, really quick. He was up in the middle of butt fuck nowhere, BC in this tiny town. He was watching the hockey game the vancouver canucks on tv at a bar and it was intermission and my dad was just outside on the patio with a beer and um since it was very much in the middle of nowhere there's a very big kind of like native community so there's this native Mm -hmm. guy beside him and basically the only impressive thing about that time was that there was a gigantic mountain like a huge mountain that just went straight up right beside the town so on the patio that my dad and this guy were you could see the mountain right in, you know, it was right in front of them. So my dad was just trying to make conversation and he said, hey, so uh, what do you, what do you call that mountain? And then the guy like turns to my dad really slowly and he goes, we call that the mountain. <laughs> and my dad's like, oh. Do they? <laughs> do they? <laughs> if you want to add. Like, that's it. It's just the mountain. But I was like, okay. Like he was like, you know, was hoping for some mount. kind of like mount something or like, you yeah. know, the native name of this mountain. But nope, it was just the mountain. Anyways, my dad has some buck wild stories. One time he went to like a island, like Haida Gwaii, and he was there for two weeks, but didn't really have any work to do. So then he like made friends with all the locals and he went out for dinner with them every night. <laughs> Yeah, because they like literally saw him at this restaurant and they're like, you're new. You don't live here. What's your name? Come sit with us. Yeah. My dad's a very funny man. I love him. He's one of my favorite people in the world. I know I kind of shit on him saying that he like yells at customer people. Not all the time. That's not you shitting on him. That's you telling people not to. Yeah, but don't be like my dad sometimes. But if a customer is yelling at you. Offer him a cup of coffee, apparently. It works for 40 prisoners. Yeah, especially when I worked at a cafe. Hey, do you want a cup of coffee? <laughs> yeah. Do I have to buy it? Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. Sorry, my dude. <sighs> so anyways, I know this is kind of a story episode, but how could we not? You're not wrong. Yeah, I guess lowdown is, this is a Hallmark holiday. Oh, God. You know, it's not a actual holiday, but you should, again, only if you have a positive and respectful relationship with your parent. I mean, you don't have to love your parent if they are abusive and not kind to you. But if you have a respectful relationship with your parent... Don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dink and just do Res- something nice for them. Um, you should every day... Appreciate. Appreciate every- them. But yeah, do, do a little something for them. Show that you love them. Even just like when I'm at my mom's house and she knows she's not a good cook, I'll be like, hey mom, this tastes good. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, it's the small thing. What do you mean she's not a good cook? She makes she really had- good spaghetti. I was going to say, I had that's the, it. the best spaghetti of my life at your house yeah she, you're not wrong but yeah with what Lindsay was saying please appreciate your parents especially with the time that they have left because yes you could pass away or anything could happen at any moment to anyone of any age value your parents yeah. while they're here because from personal experience i didn't do that i'll get more into like details about my dad on like a different episode i can't do it for father's day because i'll be really sad but like maybe in like a year or whatever i'll like talk about that because I feel like other people could relate to me or I could relate to them and I we could help each other. So if you guys, this is like for my little blippet of this part of the, the episode, if you guys need anyone to talk to or to relate to or have any questions about grieving or anything, 
Do not hesitate to contact me. I have literally been through every situation you can think of. Basically, yeah. With loss of family and, like, abuse and anything. So, like, yeah, hit me up. And this is Vic, just in case sometimes you guys are like, who was who? I'm the one that sounds like a deep-toned man. Lindsay's kind of got, like, the more pitchy voice. (laughs) Sure. Pitchy, bitchy, low and bro. Yeah. I'm done. I'm over it. Um, again, ask them about their lives. Ask them about... How they were when they raised you. Mm Because I feel like sometimes there are situations that you didn't understand as a kid. But then looking back, you're like, oh, they might have been hurting. This might have, you know. Well, me with the three jobs, right? Yeah. I was like, why is she ditching me? And then she's like, oh, we had no money. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. So ask them about your grandparents if they're not around anymore. How they were. Just Just don't think. Yeah. Ask about family history, man. Mm -hmm. But you still can. And... I think that's all I got. But again, if your parents are shitty to you... I'm sorry. I'm very sorry, and mm-hmm. you don't have to do shit, and don't feel bad if you don't contact them on this day. Don't feel bad if your friends or your other family members make you feel bad. Yeah, like, like, you don't have to love family members that treat you badly. Don't even have to like them. Don't even have to like them. You don't have to talk to them if they make you feel so terribly. You don't need family when you've got friends. Too real. We're your family, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to it's a our pit. house. Yeah. In the middle of the street, our house. That's our new podcast name. Welcome to our house. Okay, that's enough for this. Yeah, Thanks, I Slovakia. Think Thanks, Thanks, Slovakia. Thanks, Group Studio. Yeah. Thanks, Sienna. Thanks, Aaron. Hey, Thanks. guess what? What? I'm going to be back next week. I've been in Europe this whole time, and I've been podcasting You're right. from the past. past. And I'm going to be back and live and with you guys next week. And what? We are recording before 7 o'clock in the evening. Holy shit. I know. We're still a little goofy, but that's fine. Everything's fine. We've been powering through the recordings all day just because... We are a giant pile of mess and dirt and everything that's... Your ad-libs never cease to fail. Truly. Okay. We need to go now. We're done. Have a great week. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Friends Day. Happy Love Day. Happy whatever day the five, whatever you want it to be. Oh, hmm. Go go eat some Cheetos. Kiss your mom on the cheek. Bye. (laughs) Bye.